0: My name's Duncan McNeigh. This is my short on the Dirtbag Diaries. It had been one of those days. After all, it was the final day of the final week of the school term. The kids were rowdy. Hell, I was rowdy. We're all itching to be done with deconstructing text for a couple of weeks. I'm sure I'm not alone in this sentiment, but I tend to go through periods where I question what the hell I'm doing with my life. What am I doing teaching these kids? Most of them don't seem to appreciate it. I grind myself to dust, trying to ignite some spark of passion or desire to learn about something more than their MySpace page or mobile phone mp3 collection. Of course. The end of term also brings seemingly endless papers to mark and reports to write. If I could just make it through the day with all my faculties intact I would have the next two weeks to surf and watch the beginning of the football season once my arms were too tired to paddle anymore. Often, my daily surf is a pure survival activity. If I didn't do it I wouldn't function as well as I do, and my functionality is dubious at the best of times. School ended. I rode past the beach on the way home to pick up the board and paddle out to clear my head. Back at the break, I clamored to get in the water, skipping along the rocks on the inside. My heart quickened. I tried to keep my emotions under control, but I beamed like the village idiot. On my way out, a few waves rolled through and it's obvious that the conditions were pretty close to all time. This mythical semi-secret surf spot on Queensland's Sunshine Coast needs a special blend of conditions to fire. A minimum of four foot of east-southeasterly swell, a very light to zero wind, a mid to low tide. It seems so simple saying it like that. Maybe once every two years, do the variables come together? Conditions were in perfect synchronicity today. I had it entirely to myself. The rarely rideable outside brake was firing perfect six to eight foot canvases. Adrenaline shivered through my body. The fast-twitch fibres fired off at random for a few seconds. I was buzzing, and I'd yet to even paddle out. I drop into the first wave. What followed was one of those moments of clarity where mind and body become one, and anything seems possible. A ride that I imagine constantly, but rarely seem able to physically achieve. I am not on top of the wave, propelled by its energy. I am part of the wave part of the energy I kick out my heart almost ruptures as a huge pulse of ecstasy courses through my body I try to remain calm and silent lest the windless conditions carry my emotional roar to someone or something that might somehow shut down what is happening I paddle like a madman to get back to the lineup What follows is a frenzy of energy, both marine and emotional, as I catch wave after wave, each as energizing, as purging, as soul-cleansing as the one preceding it. The very act of drawing those lines on those glassy, reflective faces brings forth the whole emotional spectrum. Everything that's been built up within me during the term floods from my body, through the board, and into the turns, and then it's gone my pent-up frustration and anxiety from school, absorbed by the ocean as it reclaims the displaced
1: water.
0: I pass from relief, through satisfaction, enjoyment, sheer stoke and wonder. I wonder what I have done to deserve such glorious, fleeting moments to dance with the dying throes of these pulses of energy that have travelled so far to be here. For an hour I have this wondrous playground to myself. I ride eight waves before three others finally paddle out. Such is my uplifted state of mind that I quickly progress from mild annoyance to sheer joy at having someone to share this special alignment of the stars with. In such a condition-dependent activity as surfing, we are all slightly deranged. I often see the same faces bobbing around in the lineup, usually begrudging the fact that they're out. It's the slightly deranged paranoia of an addict chasing his next joyous hit of oceanic brilliance. Not today. Today, there is nothing but joy. The sun begins to gild the sky, first gold then bronze through rose, vibrant red and purple. In these breathless conditions the ocean is a mirror and I'm suspended between the sky and its watery reflection. No pyrotechnic display could ever hope to match this moment. Finally after two and a half hours I link three waves in, all the way in some 600 metres in, and the very core of my being sings and screams and shakes its ass with the pleasure of it all, and I cannot believe that I've been blessed with the life I have, that this is the final day of work for two weeks, and that today is the first day of the new football season. This is the shit. I am the pig. Amen.
1: Music today by Kassin Plus Two, Yes King and James Blackshaw. You can find links to the artists and streams of songs on our site, Dirtbagdiaries.com. I hope you all have been taking the shorts. I have, but I know I'm biased. These stories show up in my email box and I just smile. To me, this is what this project is about. It's about bringing stories from around the world, stories told in the voice of those who experience them. Stories that might not otherwise find their way out into the world. You don't need to be a writer. You don't need some inside connection to an editor. You just need to believe in what you do and in what you have to say. Oh, and you're going to need my email address, dirtbagdiaries at earthlink.net. We've got more shorts and regular episodes to come. It's all made possible by the good people at Patagonia. In the meantime, I'm Fitz Cahall, that was Duncan Mcnee, and you've been listening to the Dirtbag Diaries.